Chapter 8 Corrupt Judges Seek to Incite the People Against Nephi Abraham, Moses, Zenos, Zenoch, Isaias, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lehi, and Nephi all testified of Christ. By inspiration, Nephi announces the murder of the chief judge. About 23 through 21 B.C. And now it came to pass that when Nephi had said these words, Behold, there were men who were judges, who also belonged to the secret band of Gadianton, and they were angry, and they cried out against him, saying unto the people, Why do ye not seize upon this man and bring him forth, that he may be condemned according to the crime which he has done? Why seest thou this man, and hearest him revile against this people and against our law? For behold, Nephi had spoken unto them concerning the corruptness of their law. Yea, many things did Nephi speak which cannot be written, and nothing did he speak which was contrary to the commandments of God. And those judges were angry with him because he spake plainly unto them concerning their secret works of darkness. Nevertheless, they durst not lay their own hands upon him, for they feared the people lest they should cry out against them. Therefore they did cry unto the people, saying, Why do you suffer this man to revile against us? For behold, he doth condemn all this people, even unto destruction. Yea, and also that these our great cities shall be taken from us, that we shall have no place in them. And now we know that this is impossible. For behold, we are powerful, and our cities great. Therefore our enemies can have no power over us. And it came to pass that thus they did stir up the people to anger against Nephi, and raised contentions among them. For there were some who did cry out, Let this man alone, for he is a good man, and those things which he saith will surely come to pass except we repent. Yea, behold, all the judgments will come upon us which he has testified unto us. For we know that he has testified aright unto us concerning our iniquities and behold, they are many. And he knoweth as well all things which shall befall us, as he knoweth of our iniquities. Yea, and behold, if he had not been a prophet, he could not have testified concerning those things. And it came to pass, that those people who sought to destroy Nephi were compelled because of their fear, that they did not lay their hands on him. Therefore he began again to speak unto them, seeing that he had gained favor in the eyes of some, insomuch that the remainder of them did fear. Therefore he was constrained to speak more unto them, saying, Behold, my brethren, have ye not read that God gave power unto one man, even Moses, to smite upon the waters of the Red Sea? And they parted hither and thither, insomuch that the Israelites, who were our fathers, came through upon dry ground and the waters closed upon the armies of the Egyptians and swallowed them up? And now behold, if God gave unto this man such power, then why should ye dispute among yourselves, and say that he hath given unto me no power, whereby I may know concerning the judgments that shall come upon you, except ye repent? But behold, ye not only deny my words, but ye also deny all the words which have been spoken by our fathers and also the words which were spoken by this man, Moses, who had such great power given unto him, 
yea, the words which he hath spoken concerning the coming of the Messiah. Yea, did he not bear record that the Son of God should come? And as he lifted up the brazen serpent in the wilderness, even so shall he be lifted up who should come. And as many as should look upon that serpent should live, even so as many as should look upon the Son of God with faith, having a contrite spirit, might live, even unto that life which is eternal. And now behold, Moses did not only testify of these things, but also all the holy prophets, from his days even to the days of Abraham. Yea, and behold, Abraham saw of his coming, and was filled with gladness, and did rejoice. Yea, and behold, I say unto you, that Abraham not only knew of these things, but there were many before the days of Abraham who were called by the order of God, yea, even after the order of his son, and this that it should be shown unto the people a great many thousand years before his coming, that even redemption should come unto them. And now I would that ye should know that even since the days of Abraham there have been many prophets that have testified these things. Yea, behold, the prophet Zenos did testify boldly, for the which he was slain. And behold, also Zenic, and also Esaias, and also Isaiah, and Jeremiah. Jeremiah being that same prophet who testified of the destruction of Jerusalem. And now we know that Jerusalem was destroyed according to the words of Jeremiah. Oh, then why not the Son of God come according to his prophecy? And now will you dispute that Jerusalem was destroyed? Will ye say that the sons of Zedekiah were not slain, all except it were Mulek? Yea, and do ye not behold that the seed of Zedekiah are with us, and they were driven out of the land of Jerusalem? But behold, this is not all. Our father Lehi was driven out of Jerusalem because he testified of these things. Nephi also testified of these things, and also almost all of our fathers even down to this time. Yea, they have testified of the coming of Christ, and have looked forward and have rejoiced in his day which is to come. And behold, he is God, and he is with them, and he did manifest himself unto them, that they were redeemed by him, and they gave unto him glory because of that which is to come. And now seeing ye know these things, and cannot deny them except ye shall lie, therefore in this ye have sinned. For ye have rejected all these things, notwithstanding so many evidences which ye have received. Yea, even ye have received all things, both things in heaven and all things which are in the earth, as a witness that they are true. But behold, ye have rejected the truth, and rebelled against your holy God. And even at this time, instead of laying up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where nothing doth corrupt, and where nothing can come which is unclean, ye are heaping up for yourselves wrath against the day of judgment. Yea, even at this time ye are ripening because of your murders and your fornication and wickedness for everlasting destruction. Yea, and except ye repent, it will come unto you soon. Yea, behold, it is now even at your doors. Yea, go ye in unto the judgment seat, and search, and behold, your judge is murdered, and he lieth in his blood, and he hath been murdered by his brother, 
who seeketh to sit in the judgment seat. And behold, they both belong to your secret band, whose author is Gadianton, and the evil one who seeketh to destroy the souls of men. Chapter 9 Messengers find the chief judge dead at the judgment seat. They are imprisoned and later released. By inspiration, Nephi identifies Seantum as the murderer. Nephi is accepted by some as a prophet. About 23 through 21 B.C. Behold, now it came to pass that when Nephi had spoken these words, certain men who were among them ran to the judgment seat. Yea, even there were five who went. And they said among themselves as they went, Behold, now we will know of a surety whether this man be a prophet, and God hath commanded him to prophesy such marvelous things unto us. Behold, we do not believe that he hath, yea, we do not believe that he is a prophet. Nevertheless, if this thing which he has said concerning the chief judge be true, that he be dead, then will we believe that the other words which he has spoken are true. And it came to pass that they ran in their might, and came in unto the judgment seat. And behold, the chief judge had fallen to the earth, and did lie in his blood. And now behold, when they saw this, they were astonished exceedingly, insomuch that they fell to the earth, for they had not believed the words which Nephi had spoken concerning the chief judge. But now, when they saw, they believed and fear came upon them lest all the judgments which Nephi had spoken should come upon the people. Therefore they did quake, and had fallen to the earth. Now immediately when the judge had been murdered, he being stabbed by his brother by a garb of secrecy, and he fled, and the servants ran and told the people raising the cry of murder among them. And behold, the people did gather themselves together unto the place of the judgment seat. And behold, to their astonishment they saw those five men who had fallen to the earth. And now behold, the people knew nothing concerning the multitude who had gathered together at the garden of Nephi. Therefore they said among themselves, These men are they who have murdered the judge, and God has smitten them that they could not flee from us. And it came to pass that they laid hold on them, and bound them, and cast them into prison. And there was a proclamation sent abroad that the judge was slain and that the murderers had been taken and were cast into prison. And it came to pass that on the morrow the people did assemble themselves together to mourn and to fast at the burial of the great chief judge who had been slain. And thus also those judges who were at the garden of Nephi and heard his words were also gathered together at the burial. And it came to pass that they inquired among the people, saying, Where are the five who were sent to inquire concerning the chief judge, whether he was dead? And they answered and said, Concerning this five whom ye say ye have sent, we know not. But there are five who are the murderers, whom we have cast into prison. And it came to pass that the judges desired that they should be brought, and they were brought. And behold, they were the five who were sent. And behold, the judges inquired of them to know concerning the matter. And they told them all that they had done, saying, We ran and came to the place of the judgment seat. And when we saw all things even as Nephi had testified, we were astonished, insomuch that we fell to the earth. And when we were recovered from our astonishment, 
behold, they cast us into prison. Now as for the murder of this man, we know not who has done it. And only this much we know, we ran and came according as ye desired, and behold he was dead, according to the words of Nephi. And now it came to pass that the judges did expound the matter unto the people, and did cry out against Nephi, saying, Behold, we know that this Nephi must have agreed with someone to slay the judge, and then he might declare it unto us, that he might convert us unto his faith, that he might raise himself to be a great man, chosen of God and a prophet. And now behold, we will detect this man, and he shall confess his fault, and make known unto us the true murderer of this judge. And it came to pass that the five were liberated on the day of the burial. Nevertheless they did rebuke the judges in the words which they had spoken against Nephi, and did contend with them one by one, insomuch that they did confound them. Nevertheless, they caused that Nephi should be taken and bound and brought before the multitude, and they began to question him in divers ways, that they might cross him, that they might accuse him to death, saying unto him, Thou art confederate, who is this man that hath done this murder? Now tell us, and acknowledge thy fault, saying, Behold, here is money and also we will grant unto thee thy life if thou wilt tell us, and acknowledge the agreement which thou hast made with him. But Nephi said unto them, O ye fools, ye uncircumcised of heart, ye blind, and ye stiff-necked people, do ye know how long the Lord your God will suffer you, that ye shall go on in this your way of sin? O ye ought to begin to howl and mourn, because of the great destruction which at this time doth await you, except ye shall repent. Behold, ye say that I have agreed with a man that he should murder Caesarum, our chief judge. But behold, I say unto you, that this is because I have testified unto you, that ye might know concerning this thing, yea, even for a witness unto you, that I did know of the wickedness and abominations which are among you. And because I have done this, Ye say that I have agreed with a man that he should do this thing. Yea, because I showed unto you this sign, ye are angry with me, and seek to destroy my life. And now behold, I will show unto you another sign, and see if ye will in this thing seek to destroy me. Behold, I say unto you, Go to the house of Seantum, who is the brother of Caesarum, and say unto him, has Nephi, the pretended prophet, who doth prophesy so much evil concerning this people, agreed with thee, in the which ye have murdered Caesarum, who is your brother? And behold, he shall say unto you, Nay. And ye shall say unto him, Have ye murdered your brother? And he shall stand with fear, and wist not what to say. And behold, he shall deny unto you, and he shall make as if he were astonished. Nevertheless, he shall declare unto you that he is innocent. But behold, ye shall examine him, and ye shall find blood upon the skirts of his cloak. And when ye have seen this, ye shall say, From whence cometh this blood? Do we not know that it is the blood of your brother? And then shall he tremble, and shall look pale, even as if death had come upon him. And then shall ye say, 
Because of this fear and this paleness which has come upon your face, behold, we know that thou art guilty. And then shall greater fear come upon him, and then shall he confess unto you, and deny no more that he has done this murder. And then shall he say unto you that I, Nephi, know nothing concerning the matter save it were given unto me by the power of God. And then shall ye know that I am an honest man, and that I am sent unto you from God. And it came to pass that they went and did even according as Nephi had said unto them. And behold, the words which he had said were true. For according to the words he did deny, and also according to the words he did confess. And he was brought to prove that he himself was the very murderer, insomuch that the five were set at liberty, and also was Nephi. And there were some of the Nephites who believed on the words of Nephi, and there were some also who believed because of the testimony of the five, for they had been converted while they were in prison. And now there were some among the people who said that Nephi was a prophet, and there were others who said, Behold, he is a god, for except he was a god he could not know of all things. For behold, he has told us the thoughts of our hearts, and also has told us things, and even he has brought unto our knowledge the true murderer of our chief judge. Chapter 10 The Lord gives Nephi the sealing power. He is empowered to bind and loose on earth and in heaven. He commands the people to repent or perish. The Spirit carries him from multitude to multitude. About 21 through 20 B.C. And it came to pass that there arose a division among the people, insomuch that they divided hither and thither and went their ways, leaving Nephi alone, as he was standing in the midst of them. And it came to pass that Nephi went his way towards his own house, pondering upon the things which the Lord had shown unto him. And it came to pass, as he was thus pondering, being much cast down because of the wickedness of the people of the Nephites, their secret works of darkness and their murderings and their plunderings and all manner of iniquities. And it came to pass as he was thus pondering in his heart, behold, a voice came unto him, saying, Blessed art thou, Nephi, for those things which thou hast done. For I have beheld how thou hast with unwearyingness declared the word which I have given unto thee, unto this people. And thou hast not feared them and hast not sought thine own life, but hast sought my will, and to keep my commandments. And now, because thou hast done this with such unwearyingness, behold, I will bless thee forever, and I will make thee mighty in word and in deed, in faith and in works. Yea, even that all things shall be done unto thee according to thy word, for thou shalt not ask that which is contrary to my will. Behold, thou art Nephi, and I am God. Behold, I declare it unto thee in the presence of mine angels, that ye shall have power over this people, and shall smite the earth with famine, and with pestilence, and destruction, according to the wickedness of this people. Behold, I give unto you power, that whatsoever ye shall seal on earth shall be sealed in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven, and thus shall ye have power among this people. And thus if ye shall say unto this temple, It shall be rent in twain, it shall be done.
And if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou cast down, and become smooth, it shall be done. And behold, if ye shall say that God shall smite this people, it shall come to pass. And now behold, I command you, that ye shall go and declare unto this people that thus saith the Lord God, who is the Almighty, Except ye repent, ye shall be smitten, even unto destruction. And behold, now it came to pass that when the Lord had spoken these words unto Nephi, he did stop, and did not go unto his own house, but did return unto the multitudes who were scattered about upon the face of the land, and began to declare unto them the word of the Lord which had been spoken unto him, concerning their destruction, if they did not repent. Now behold, notwithstanding that great miracle which Nephi had done, in telling them concerning the death of the chief judge, they did harden their hearts, and did not hearken unto the words of the Lord. Therefore Nephi did declare unto them the word of the Lord, saying, Except ye repent, thus saith the Lord, ye shall be smitten even unto destruction. And it came to pass that when Nephi had declared unto them the word, behold, they did still harden their hearts, and would not hearken unto his words. Therefore they did revile against him, and did seek to lay their hands upon him, that they might cast him into prison. But behold, the power of God was with him, and they could not take him to cast him into prison, for he was taken by the Spirit, and conveyed away out of the midst of them. And it came to pass that thus he did go forth in the Spirit, from multitude to multitude, declaring the word of God, even until he had declared it unto them all, or sent it forth among all the people. And it came to pass that they would not hearken unto his words. And there began to be contentions, insomuch that they were divided against themselves, and began to slay one another with the sword. And thus ended the seventy and first year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. Chapter 11 Nephi persuades the Lord to replace their war with a famine. Many people perish. They repent, and Nephi importunes the Lord for rain. Nephi and Lehi receive many revelations. The Gadianton robbers entrench themselves in the land. About 20 through 6 B.C. And now it came to pass in the seventy and second year of the reign of the judges that the contentions did increase, insomuch that there were wars throughout all the land among all the people of Nephi. And it was this secret band of robbers who did carry on this work of destruction and wickedness. And this war did last all that year, and in the seventy and third year it did also last. And it came to pass that in this year Nephi did cry unto the Lord, saying, O Lord, do not suffer that this people shall be destroyed by the sword. But, O Lord, rather, let there be a famine in the land, to stir them up in remembrance of the Lord their God, and perhaps they will repent and turn unto thee. And so it was done according to the words of Nephi. And there was a great famine upon the land, among all the people of Nephi. And thus in the seventy and fourth year the famine did continue, and the work of destruction did cease by the sword, but became sore by famine. And this work of destruction did also continue in the seventy and fifth year, for the earth was smitten that it was dry, and did not yield forth grain in the season of grain. And the whole earth was smitten, even among the Lamanites as well as among the Nephites, 
so that they were smitten that they did perish by thousands in the more wicked parts of the land. And it came to pass that the people saw that they were about to perish by famine, and they began to remember the Lord their God, and they began to remember the words of Nephi. And the people began to plead with their chief judges and their leaders, that they would say unto Nephi, Behold, we know that thou art a man of God, and therefore cry unto the Lord our God, that he turn away from us this famine, lest all the words which thou hast spoken concerning our destruction be fulfilled. And it came to pass that the judges did say unto Nephi, according to the words which had been desired. And it came to pass that when Nephi saw that the people had repented and did humble themselves in sackcloth, he cried again unto the Lord, saying, O Lord, behold, this people repenteth, and they have swept away the band of Gadianton from amongst them, insomuch that they have become extinct, and they have concealed their secret plans in the earth. Now, O Lord, because of this their humility, wilt thou turn away thine anger? and let thine anger be appeased in the destruction of those wicked men whom thou hast already destroyed. O Lord, wilt thou turn away thine anger, yea, thy fierce anger, and cause that this famine may cease in this land? O Lord, wilt thou hearken unto me, and cause that it may be done according to my words, and send forth rain upon the face of the earth, that she may bring forth her fruit and her grain in the season of grain? O Lord, Thou didst hearken unto my words when I said, Let there be a famine, that the pestilence of the sword might cease. And I know that Thou wilt, even at this time, hearken unto my words. For Thou saidst that, if this people repent, I will spare them. Yea, O Lord, and Thou seest that they have repented, because of the famine and the pestilence and destruction which has come unto them. And now, O Lord, wilt thou turn away thine anger, and try again if they will serve thee? And if so, O Lord, thou canst bless them according to thy words which thou hast said. And it came to pass that in the seventy and sixth year the Lord did turn away his anger from the people, and caused that rain should fall upon the earth, insomuch that it did bring forth her fruit in the season of her fruit and it came to pass that it did bring forth her grain in the season of her grain. And behold, the people did rejoice and glorify God, and the whole face of the land was filled with rejoicing, and they did no more seek to destroy Nephi, but they did esteem him as a great prophet and a man of God, having great power and authority given unto him from God. And behold, Lehi his brother was not a whit behind him as to things pertaining to righteousness. And thus it did come to pass that the people of Nephi began to prosper again in the land, and began to build up their waste places, and began to multiply and spread, even until they did cover the whole face of the land, both on the northward and on the southward, from the sea west to the sea east. And it came to pass that the seventy and sixth year did end in peace, and the seventy and seventh year began in peace. And the church did spread throughout the face of all the land, and the more part of the people, both the Nephites and the Lamanites, did belong to the church, and they did have exceedingly great peace in the land. And thus ended the seventy and seventh year. 
and also they had peace in the seventy and eighth year, save it were a few contentions concerning the points of doctrine which had been laid down by the prophets. And in the seventy and ninth year there began to be much strife, but it came to pass that Nephi and Lehi, and many of their brethren who knew concerning the true points of doctrine, having many revelations daily, therefore they did preach unto the people, insomuch that they did put an end to their strife in that same year. And it came to pass that in the eightieth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi, there were a certain number of the dissenters from the people of Nephi, who had some years before gone over unto the Lamanites, and taken upon themselves the name of Lamanites, and also a certain number who were real descendants of the Lamanites, being stirred up to anger by them, or by those dissenters, therefore they commenced a war with their brethren. And they did commit murder and plunder, and then they would retreat back into the mountains and into the wilderness and secret places, hiding themselves that they could not be discovered, receiving daily an addition to their numbers, inasmuch as there were dissenters that went forth unto them. And thus in time, yea, even in the space of not many years, they became an exceedingly great band of robbers, and they did search out all the secret plans of Gadianton, and thus they became robbers of Gadianton. Now behold, these robbers did make great havoc, yea, even great destruction among the people of Nephi, and also among the people of the Lamanites. And it came to pass that it was expedient that there should be a stop put to this work of destruction. Therefore they sent an army of strong men into the wilderness and upon the mountains to search out this band of robbers and to destroy them. But behold, it came to pass that in that same year they were driven back even into their own lands. And thus ended the eightieth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. And it came to pass in the commencement of the eighty and first year, they did go forth again against this band of robbers, and did destroy many. And they were also visited with much destruction. And they were again obliged to return out of the wilderness and out of the mountains unto their own lands, because of the exceeding greatness of the numbers of those robbers who infested the mountains and the wilderness. And it came to pass that thus ended this year and the robbers did still increase and wax strong, insomuch that they did defy the whole armies of the Nephites, and also of the Lamanites, and they did cause great fear to come unto the people upon all the face of the land. Yea, for they did visit many parts of the land, and did do great destruction unto them. Yea, did kill many, and did carry away others captive into the wilderness, yea, and more especially their women and their children. Now this great evil which came unto the people because of their iniquity did stir them up again in remembrance of the Lord their God. And thus ended the eighty and first year of the reign of the judges. And in the eighty and second year they began again to forget the Lord their God. And in the eighty and third year they began to wax strong in iniquity. And in the eighty and fourth year they did not mend their ways. And it came to pass in the eighty and fifth year they did wax stronger and stronger in their pride and in their wickedness, and thus they were ripening again for destruction. And thus ended the eighty and fifth year. Chapter 12 Men are unstable and foolish and quick to do evil. 
The Lord chastens his people. The nothingness of men is compared with the power of God. In the day of judgment, men will gain everlasting life or everlasting damnation. About 6 BC. And thus we can behold how false, and also the unsteadiness of the hearts of the children of men. Yea, we can see that the Lord in his great infinite goodness doth bless and prosper those who put their trust in him. Yea, and we may see at the very time when he doth prosper his people, yea, in the increase of their fields, their flocks, and their herds, and in gold and in silver, and in all manner of precious things of every kind and art, sparing their lives and delivering them out of the hands of their enemies, softening the hearts of their enemies, that they should not declare wars against them, yea, and in fine doing all things for the welfare and happiness of his people. Yea, then is the time that they do harden their hearts, and do forget the Lord their God, and do trample under their feet the Holy One. Yea, and this because of their ease, and their exceedingly great prosperity. And thus we see that except the Lord doth chasten his people with many afflictions, yea, except he doth visit them with death and with terror, and with famine and with all manner of pestilence, they will not remember him. Oh, how foolish and how vain and how evil and devilish, and how quick to do iniquity and how slow to do good are the children of men. Yea, how quick to hearken unto the words of the evil one and to set their hearts upon the vain things of the world. Yea, how quick to be lifted up in pride. Yea, how quick to boast and do all manner of that which is iniquity. And how slow are they to remember the Lord their God and to give ear unto his counsels. Yea, how slow to walk in wisdom's paths. Behold, they do not desire that the Lord their God, who hath created them, should rule and reign over them. Notwithstanding his great goodness and his mercy towards them, they do set at naught his counsels, and they will not that he should be their guide. Oh, how great is the nothingness of the children of men! Yea, even they are less than the dust of the earth. For behold, the dust of the earth moveth hither and thither to the dividing asunder at the command of our great and everlasting God. Yea, behold, at his voice do the hills and the mountains tremble and quake. And by the power of his voice they are broken up and become smooth, yea, even like unto a valley. Yea, by the power of his voice doth the whole earth shake. Yea, by the power of his voice do the foundations rock, even to the very center. Yea, and if he say unto the earth, Move, it is moved. Yea, if he say unto the earth, Thou shalt go back, that it lengthen out the day for many hours, it is done. And thus according to his word the earth goeth back, and it appeareth unto man that the sun standeth still. Yea, and behold, this is so. For surely it is the earth that moveth, and not the sun. And behold also, if he say unto the waters of the great deep, Be thou dried up, it is done. Behold, if he say unto this mountain, Be thou raised up, and come over and fall upon that city, that it be buried up, behold, it is done. And behold, if a man hide up a treasure in the earth, and the Lord shall say, let it be accursed because of the iniquity of him who hath hid it up. Behold, it shall be accursed. 
And if the Lord shall say, Be thou accursed, that no man shall find thee from this time henceforth and forever, behold, no man getteth it henceforth and forever. And behold, if the Lord shall say unto a man, Because of thine iniquities thou shalt be accursed forever, it shall be done. And if the Lord shall say, Because of thine iniquities thou shalt be cut off from my presence, he will cause that it shall be so. And woe unto him to whom he shall say this, for it shall be unto him that will do iniquity, and he cannot be saved. Therefore for this cause, that men might be saved, hath repentance been declared. Therefore blessed are they who will repent, and hearken unto the voice of the Lord their God, for these are they that shall be saved. And may God grant in his great fullness that men might be brought unto repentance and good works, that they might be restored unto grace for grace, according to their works. And I would that all men might be saved. But we read that in the great and last day there are some who shall be cast out, yea, who shall be cast off from the presence of the Lord, yea, who shall be consigned to a state of endless misery, fulfilling the words which say, they that have done good shall have everlasting life, and they that have done evil shall have everlasting damnation. And thus it is. Amen. The Prophecy of Samuel the Lamanite to the Nephites Comprising Chapters 13 through 15 Chapter 13 Samuel the Lamanite prophesies the destruction of the Nephites unless they repent. They and their riches are cursed. They reject and stone the prophets, are encircled about by demons, and seek for happiness in doing iniquity. About 6 B.C. And now it came to pass in the eighty and sixth year, the Nephites did still remain in wickedness, yea, in great wickedness, while the Lamanites did observe strictly to keep the commandments of God, according to the law of Moses. And it came to pass that in this year there was one Samuel, a Lamanite, came into the land of Zarahemla, and began to preach unto the people. And it came to pass that he did preach many days repentance unto the people, and they did cast him out, and he was about to return to his own land. But behold, the voice of the Lord came unto him, that he should return again, and prophesy unto the people whatsoever things should come into his heart. And it came to pass that they would not suffer that he should enter into the city, Therefore he went and got upon the wall thereof, and stretched forth his hand, and cried with a loud voice, and prophesied unto the people whatsoever things the Lord put into his heart. And he said unto them, Behold, I, Samuel, a Lamanite, do speak the words of the Lord which he doth put into my heart. And behold, he hath put it into my heart to say unto this people, That the sword of justice hangeth over this people and four hundred years pass not away, save the sword of justice falleth upon this people. Yea, heavy destruction awaiteth this people, and it surely cometh unto this people, and nothing can save this people save it be repentance and faith on the Lord Jesus Christ, who surely shall come into the world, and shall suffer many things, and shall be slain for his people. And behold, an angel of the Lord hath declared it unto me, and he did bring glad tidings to my soul. 
and behold, I was sent unto you to declare it unto you also, that ye might have glad tidings. But behold, ye would not receive me. Therefore thus saith the Lord, Because of the hardness of the hearts of the people of the Nephites, except they repent, I will take away my word from them, and I will withdraw my spirit from them, and I will suffer them no longer, and I will turn the hearts of their brethren against them. And four hundred years shall not pass away before I will cause that they shall be smitten. Yea, I will visit them with the sword and with famine and with pestilence. Yea, I will visit them in my fierce anger. And there shall be those of the fourth generation who shall live, of your enemies, to behold your utter destruction. And this shall surely come except ye repent, saith the Lord. And those of the fourth generation shall visit your destruction. But if ye will repent, and return unto the Lord your God, I will turn away mine anger, saith the Lord. Yea, thus saith the Lord, Blessed are they who will repent and turn unto me. But woe unto him that repenteth not. Yea, woe unto this great city of Zarahemla. For behold, it is because of those who are righteous that it is saved. Yea, woe unto this great city, for I perceive, saith the Lord, that there are many, yea, even the more part of this great city, that will harden their hearts against me, saith the Lord. But blessed are they who will repent, for them will I spare. But behold, if it were not for the righteous who are in this great city, behold, I would cause that fire should come down out of heaven and destroy it. But behold, it is for the righteous' sake that it is spared. But behold, the time cometh, saith the Lord, that when ye shall cast out the righteous from among you, then shall ye be ripe for destruction. Yea, woe be unto this great city because of the wickedness and abominations which are in her. Yea, and woe be unto the city of Gideon for the wickedness and abominations which are in her. Yea, and woe be unto all the cities which are in the land round about which are possessed by the Nephites, because of the wickedness and abominations which are in them. And behold, a curse shall come upon the land, saith the Lord of hosts, because of the people's sake who are upon the land, yea, because of their wickedness and their abominations. And it shall come to pass, saith the Lord of hosts, yea, our great and true God, that whoso shall hide up treasures in the earth shall find them again no more because of the great curse of the land, save he be a righteous man, and shall hide it up unto the Lord. For I will set the Lord that they shall hide up their treasures unto me, and cursed be they who hide not up their treasures unto me. For none hideth up their treasures unto me, save it be the righteous. And he that hideth not up his treasures unto me, cursed is he, and also the treasure and none shall redeem it because of the curse of the land. And the day shall come that they shall hide up their treasures, because they have set their hearts upon riches. And because they have set their hearts upon their riches, and will hide up their treasures when they shall flee before their enemies, because they will not hide them up unto me, cursed be they and also their treasures. And in that day shall they be smitten, saith the Lord. Behold ye, the people of this great city, and hearken unto my words. Yea, hearken unto the words which the Lord saith. For behold, 
he saith that ye are cursed because of your riches, and also are your riches cursed because ye have set your hearts upon them, and have not hearkened unto the words of him who gave them unto you. Ye do not remember the Lord your God in the things with which he hath blessed you, but ye do always remember your riches, not to thank the Lord your God for them. Yea, your hearts are not drawn out unto the Lord, but they do swell with great pride, unto boasting, and unto great swelling, envyings, strifes, malice, persecutions, and murders, and all manner of iniquities. For this cause hath the Lord God caused that a curse should come upon the land, and also upon your riches, and this because of your iniquities. Yea, woe unto this people because of this time which has arrived, that ye do cast out the prophets, and do mock them, and cast stones at them, and do slay them, and do all manner of iniquity unto them, even as they did of old time. And now when ye talk ye say, If our days had been in the days of our fathers of old, we would not have slain the prophets, we would not have stoned them and cast them out. Behold, ye are worse than they. For as the Lord liveth, if a prophet come among you, and declareth unto you the word of the Lord, which testifieth of your sins and iniquities, ye are angry with him, and cast him out, and seek all manner of ways to destroy him. Yea, you will say that he is a false prophet, and that he is a sinner, and of the devil, because he testifieth that your deeds are evil. But behold, if a man shall come among you and shall say, Do this, and there is no iniquity, do that, and ye shall not suffer, yea, he will say, Walk after the pride of your own hearts, yea, walk after the pride of your eyes, and do whatsoever your heart desireth. And if a man shall come among you and say this, ye will receive him, and say that he is a prophet. Yea, ye will lift him up, and ye will give unto him of your substance. Ye will give unto him of your gold and of your silver, and ye will clothe him with costly apparel. And because he speaketh flattering words unto you, and he saith that all is well, then ye will not find fault with him. O ye wicked and ye perverse generation, ye hardened and ye stiff-necked people, how long will ye suppose that the Lord will suffer you? Yea, how long will ye suffer yourselves to be led by foolish and blind guides? Yea, how long will ye choose darkness rather than light? Yea, behold, the anger of the Lord is already kindled against you. Behold, he hath cursed the land because of your iniquity. And behold, the time cometh that he curseth your riches, that they become slippery, that ye cannot hold them, and in the days of your poverty ye cannot retain them. And in the days of your poverty ye shall cry unto the Lord, and in vain shall ye cry, for your desolation is already come upon you, and your destruction is made sure. And then shall ye weep and howl in that day, saith the Lord of hosts. And then shall ye lament and say, Oh, that I had repented and had not killed the prophets and stoned them and cast them out. Yea, in that day ye shall say, Oh, that we had remembered the Lord our God in the day that he gave us our riches, and then they would not have become slippery that we should lose them, for behold, our riches are gone from us.
Behold, we lay a tool here, and on the morrow it is gone. And behold, our swords are taken from us in the day we have sought them for battle. Yea, we have hid up our treasures, and they have slipped away from us, because of the curse of the land. Oh, that we had repented in the day that the word of the Lord came unto us. For behold, the land is cursed, and all things are become slippery, and we cannot hold them. Behold, we are surrounded by demons, yea, we are encircled about by the angels of him who hath sought to destroy our souls. Behold, our iniquities are great. O Lord, canst thou not turn away thine anger from us? And this shall be your language in those days. But behold, your days of probation are past. Ye have procrastinated the day of your salvation until it is everlastingly too late and your destruction is made sure. Yea, for ye have sought all the days of your lives for that which ye could not obtain, and ye have sought for happiness in doing iniquity, which thing is contrary to the nature of that righteousness which is in our great and eternal head. O ye people of the land, that ye would hear my words, and I pray that the anger of the Lord be turned away from you and that ye would repent and be saved. Chapter 14 Samuel predicts light during the night and a new star at Christ's birth. Christ redeems men from temporal and spiritual death. The signs of his death include three days of darkness, the rending of the rocks, and great upheavals of nature. About 6 B.C. And now it came to pass that Samuel the Lamanite did prophesy a great many more things which cannot be written. And behold, he said unto them, Behold, I give unto you a sign, for five years more cometh, and behold, then cometh the Son of God to redeem all those who shall believe on his name. And behold, this will I give unto you for a sign at the time of his coming. For behold, there shall be great lights in heaven, insomuch that in the night before he cometh, there shall be no darkness, insomuch that it shall appear unto man as if it was day. Therefore there shall be one day and a night and a day as if it were one day, and there were no night. And this shall be unto you for a sign, for ye shall know of the rising of the sun and also of its setting. Therefore they shall know of a surety that there shall be two days and a night. Nevertheless, the night shall not be darkened, and it shall be the night before he is born. And behold, there shall a new star arise, such an one as ye never have beheld, and this also shall be a sign unto you. And behold, this is not all. There shall be many signs and wonders in heaven, and it shall come to pass that ye shall all be amazed and wonder, insomuch that ye shall fall to the earth. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall believe on the Son of God, the same shall have everlasting life. And behold, thus hath the Lord commanded me by his angel, that I should come and tell this thing unto you. Yea, he hath commanded that I should prophesy these things unto you. Yea, he hath said unto me, Cry unto this people, Repent, and prepare the way of the Lord. And now, because I am a Lamanite, and have spoken unto you the words which the Lord hath commanded me, and because it was hard against you, ye are angry with me, and do seek to destroy me, 
and have cast me out from among you. And ye shall hear my words, for for this intent have I come up upon the walls of this city, that ye might hear and know of the judgments of God which do await you because of your iniquities, and also that ye might know the conditions of repentance, and also that ye might know of the coming of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Father of heaven and of earth, the Creator of all things from the beginning, and that ye might know of the signs of his coming, to the intent that ye might believe on his name. And if ye believe on his name, ye will repent of all your sins, that thereby ye may have a remission of them through his merits. And behold, again, another sign I give unto you, yea, a sign of his death. For behold, he surely must die that salvation may come. Yea, it behooveth him, and becometh expedient that he dieth, to bring to pass the resurrection of the dead, that thereby men may be brought into the presence of the Lord. Yea, behold, this death bringeth to pass the resurrection, and redeemeth all mankind from the first death, that spiritual death. For all mankind by the fall of Adam being cut off from the presence of the Lord are considered as dead, both as to things temporal and to things spiritual. But behold, the resurrection of Christ redeemeth mankind, yea, even all mankind, and bringeth them back into the presence of the Lord. Yea, and it bringeth to pass the condition of repentance, that whosoever repenteth, the same is not hewn down and cast into the fire, but whosoever repenteth not, is hewn down and cast into the fire. And there cometh upon them again a spiritual death, yea, a second death, for they are cut off again as to things pertaining to righteousness. Therefore repent ye, repent ye, lest by knowing these things and not doing them, ye shall suffer yourselves to come under condemnation, and ye are brought down unto this second death. But behold, as I said unto you concerning another sign, a sign of his death. Behold, in that day that he shall suffer death, the sun shall be darkened, and refuse to give his light unto you, and also the moon and the stars. And there shall be no light upon the face of this land, even from the time that he shall suffer death, for the space of three days, to the time that he shall rise again from the dead. Yea, at the time that he shall yield up the ghost, there shall be thunderings and lightnings for the space of many hours, and the earth shall shake and tremble, and the rocks which are upon the face of this earth, which are both above the earth and beneath, which ye know at this time are solid, or the more part of it is one solid mass, shall be broken up. Yea, they shall be rent in twain, and shall ever after be found in seams and in cracks, and in broken fragments upon the face of the whole earth, yea, both above the earth and beneath. And behold, there shall be great tempests, and there shall be many mountains laid low, like unto a valley, and there shall be many places which are now called valleys, which shall become mountains, whose height is great. And many highways shall be broken up, and many cities shall become desolate, and many graves shall be opened, and shall yield up many of their dead, and many saints shall appear unto many.
and behold, thus hath the angel spoken unto me. For he said unto me that there should be thunderings and lightnings for the space of many hours. And he said unto me that while the thunder and the lightning lasted, and the tempest, that these things should be, and that darkness should cover the face of the whole earth for the space of three days. And the angel said unto me that many shall see greater things than these, to the intent that they might believe that these signs and these wonders should come to pass upon all the face of this land, to the intent that there should be no cause for unbelief among the children of men, and this to the intent that whosoever will believe might be saved, and that whosoever will not believe a righteous judgment might come upon them. And also if they are condemned, they bring upon themselves their own condemnation. And now remember, remember, my brethren, that whosoever perisheth, perisheth unto himself. And whosoever doeth iniquity, doeth it unto himself. For behold, ye are free. Ye are permitted to act for yourselves. For behold, God hath given unto you a knowledge, and he hath made you free. He hath given unto you that ye might know good from evil, and he hath given unto you that ye might choose life or death, and ye can do good and be restored unto that which is good, or have that which is good restored unto you, or ye can do evil and have that which is evil restored unto you.